Welcome to the Painter Files Podcast. This is Joar Blake. We are on episode 60. <laughs> I finally reached 60 before all of you. <laughs> hey guys, I hope you're doing well. I like it at us. Here we go. It's kind of funny how, like, I did the human form for so long. And like the nude human form. I painted it over and over and over and over again. And I kind of fell out of love with it for a little while. So I did draped and undraped and surreal and portrait and all these things. And I kept trying to figure out why I couldn't get back to that feeling anymore. Just the pursuance of this old, kind of gorgeous, tightrope walking version of what I was doing. And I couldn't really grip it. To this day, I still don't really completely understand what, what really happened that changed all of it for me. Was it my critics? Was it just a lack of interest worrying that I was constantly doing the same thing over and over and over again and not really interesting to myself and I just didn't know why and I ran across it today because I'm doing my once one one kind of easy sketch a day move that I'm starting that I'll put on my secret tumbler. So, you need to be a Patreon to see it. <laughs> but it's like a dollar. So, yeah. You should check it out. <laughs> but uh, I've come to this conclusion that I just... The reason I, I stopped doing it wasn't really because some asshole said something to me. I just got tired of doing the same thing over and over again. I had done it... I don't know. I've got like five or six seven maybe books of me doing these and I guess it just got old it's kind of that aspect I stopped doing pencils I only did my I only did pens and then eventually I got to the point where I only did brushed ink which I know wasn't although I love it I know it's not my favorite version I know people love the way I did the texture for hair and that had to change because I was using a brush instead of a pen And I know for some people that wasn't their favorite. They wanted, they they liked what they liked and for some reason they figured, you know, I needed to accommodate that, but that's not really how it works. It's, It's strange how people forget, like, I started doing this because I wanted to do it. And I shared it because I wanted to share it, but I didn't keep doing it because people liked it. I, I kept doing it because it gave me it gave me a sense of strength and power and responsibility, and I liked that. I really did. I still do in a lot of ways. Because what I'm doing right now is I'm doing sketches with pencil, and then I'm coming back to it with ink and going over it because I've got this. Uh, I've got this 
beautiful kind of pad that allows me to work on multiple medias. So I think that's more what it is. Like I call myself an ink king and all these things, but the truth is like I do so much with so many different versions of my art form. So I've got my inks, I've got my watercolors, I've got my gouaches, and oftentimes they kind of intersect. They're not they're not made to just be one thing. I'm not made to just be one thing. So I'm just going and I'm making. And hopefully, you know, in this journey, you'll find stuff you like. And if you don't, keep it yourself. <laughs> I don't really want to hear about it. Um, no, I think honestly, like, when you make stuff and it's in front of people, you have to deal with kind of the consequences of people being people. And sometimes that means people are shits. <laughs> and sometimes that means people champion you. But you don't really control what happens to it once it leaves your hands, once it goes places, like the internets or whatnot. I think the most common strange thing I found myself having to deal with was the weird kind of misogynistic things that people would write. That that I wasn't really prepared for. I I thought that somehow being a guy, I would be immune to having to hear all the nasty things other men wrote about things. I figured, you know, they're not going to say it to me because they're typically only saying it to women they're trying to sexually harass. But the truth was, I became a proxy. And I didn't like that. I really didn't. It was just it was so uncomfortable. And I realized, for my women friends, they deal with that shit every day. I just wasn't sure whether I wanted to be a part of that anymore. Whether I wanted to be the, the scapegoat for these shitty dudes who just didn't know anything and acted. I mean, if they were horrible to me, I can only imagine how awful they were to the women around. And that played a lot of factors into it, you know? That we, we made all these things and we did all this stuff. And there are real people and real consequences behind that. Uh, I see a lot of great and beautiful possibilities in kind of mixing and matching and going with all these things. But in the same aspect, like, there, there's a fear to the openness. No deed goes on, uh, Unassisted, as it were. Not even the uh, the gentlemen who make the artwork that's supposed to inspire. Like we are as much responsible for the lives we touch as the lives that touch us, as the people who touch us with their lives. That's a word. That's the phrase I'm going for. I don't know. I'm just making. But I want to have, like, a responsibility to it. 
I don't want to pretend like, you know, because it's not me, I don't need to deal with it. I think a lot of, a lot of men, sadly, are perpetually going, well, I don't do that, so I don't think I need to face it. We're painters and artists and writers, and a lot of the stuff we do affects other people. Maybe I'm just overly sensitive and trying to be accommodating to my fan base and my loved ones, but I mean, I can think of worse problems than to want to make people not feel like you're profiting off of them, but not fighting with them. I don't want to appropriate women. I want to live. I want to make. I want to do. And so, that's what I'm working on. So I survived those shoes. It was so freaking hard. Oh my god. I didn't think it was going to be that difficult to just kind of get everything going, to make all of it kind of come out the way it was. There's something about actually drawing something or painting something on a flat surface and then giving it form, as opposed to painting something on a round surface and still trying to give it form. There's, there's angles you have to look at it from in order to kind of make all of it pop and go. If you found me on Patreon, you actually saw what I was working on. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to do commissions after this, to be honest. Like, I've been thinking about it, and I hate them. And they always stress me out, and they always take longer than I expect them to. And I don't know the people... I don't think the people don't love my commissions, but I don't love making them anymore. So I think I am officially done for now. I'm pausing it. And I think that's probably the best way that I could do it, honestly. I don't want to say forever that I'm not going to do them because I don't know the narrative that life spins for me on that aspect. But uh, there were some white riding shoes, and I had to do one of Chuck Berry on one, and then I had to do one of Marion Berry on the other. Marion Berry was a famous uh, mayor of D.C., and sorry not Chuck Berry Chuck Brown was a famous musician of DC this guy wanted a whole DC theme so it had the Lincoln Monument um, on the heels so it had the actual statue and then it had the building on another and then there were cherry blossoms on the inside and on the outside was the Washington Monument you know the one that stands straight up like a penis and has a reflecting bull um, I'm always told that thing's supposed to be phallic, so I'm, it's the only reference I really have for it. Um, and the other was the Washington Nationals baseball team logo. That's very DC-based. So, I hope he likes it. I promised my Patreons I'd let him know if he hates it. <laughs> but, um, I hope he likes it. I put a lot of work into it. It was hard. It was very hard. I don't think I've had a commission that's really been that difficult in a while. I remember this one commission I did 
for this lady, for her daughter, for their graduation, her daughter's graduation from high school. And it was this photo of her and her friends. So I did this big piece. And she, the daughter loved it. The mother did not. Uh, the mother had the idea that it was kind of like a Photoshop thing. So she kept trying to like move one person to the next space and this person to the other space and so on and so forth. And it was just kind of crazy. And I got it done in time before I had to go on this long trip. So it was nice to have some cash to pay for everything. But it was, uh, it was a bit much. It was a little insane. And I think I didn't really enjoy the commissions after that. Uh, no, 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 I take that back. I did one for my friend, one of my best friends, and he wanted a giant rainy window for a production that he was doing. And so I did like a weird kind of acrylic rained out watercolor piece. And I still have it actually in my studio. It's just a giant canvas that's wrapped. It's just gigantic. I don't love it. But it was fun to make at the time. So, yeah. And I've done other ones since then, but it was just, uh, it was a little crazy, honestly. Commissions can be really fun and beautiful. So I don't want people to think they shouldn't, they shouldn't take commissions. You can take them if you want to take them, but I, I've just never really enjoyed all the aspects of them. There are, I think the problem that I ran across with them is a lot of times people don't know what they want, but they know what they don't want. And they don't tell you what they don't want until they see what you've done. And then they go, nah, that's not what I want. And you go, oh, okay. And then you just kind of stand there and go, all right, so we got to figure this out. This is exhausting. I'm not sure that I should keep doing this. <laughs> and so it is what it is. It's, uh, it's really wild. But ultimately, I mean, that's kind of what you end up having to do. You do wild stuff sometimes. It's just, it's how you pay your bills. The artist way. So I'm super close to getting this camera that I want. I'm getting this Nikon. It's going to be super sweet. So my theory behind it was that I was going to... Uh, I got this from my friend MJ Lindo, who's a really beautiful painter. Uh, she takes these, she basically meets up with people and takes their photos, and then she makes those photos that she takes and then does paintings to them, as opposed to, like, going through, like, all the stocks or going through your head or anything of that nature. And I feel like, honestly, like, that's probably the better way to go about it. Like, I've been trying for so long to just come up with all these things and just take glean little bits and pieces and then go from there. And I've always worried, you know, am I going to end up like, uh, what's his name? Shepard Ferry, who did the Obama Hope posters. Am I going to end up getting sued by a photographer because they're like, hey, use my photo and do painting and it's more famous than my photo is. And whole thing. So this will be nice <laughs> to not worry about that kind of uh, problem 
that can serve that can you know come out of everything Lynn always gets on me about making sure I'm not using copyrighted music uh, and I haven't for a very long time I have produced my own music thank you I'm very proud of me I feel pretty happy about it yay <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It just feels uh, pretty pretty good. <laughs> I'm very silly, so that just made me happy that I could do that. Um, yeah, no, it's just uh, yeah, I feel good about it though. I feel like it's a real possibility, like. All these things are kind of coming together. And then that goes into the conversation I had with my mom last night. She was giving me some advice on, she's still out of telemarketing stuff. And she was telling me, she's like, the only way to really reach people is to actually reach them. Like social media has all these kind of great benefits to it, but ultimately like talking to an actual person via even uh, even if it's like a fa- even if it's like Facebook or some of that nature or even you know via emails or whatever like an actual interaction as opposed to putting something out and going hey bro maybe look at it eventually type of thing is just a better way to go so she's gonna help me come up with a kind of better strategy uh, I talked to Lynn about it a couple of days ago but um yeah so I'm gonna try and maybe review some stuff maybe check all these things out like contact places and see how they feel and what they what they're looking for you know maybe maybe we'll we'll uh the ships will pass in the night you know maybe there'll be some type of relationship that'll come about it because not doing anything is just kind of it feels so sedimentary like i'm planting myself into the ground and waiting for the sun to let me grow when you know i need to be more invasive like a weed <laughs> and just climb up and choke things out i guess that's a horrible horrible thing to say um no just there's so much that goes into just making and getting yourself out there and i feel like i'm starting to understand a little better that maybe my worries about not reaching every all the places that I want to reach, you know, maybe maybe I'm right, you know, maybe I need to go to these shows, maybe I need to just check out things and introduce myself and put stuff out there. One of the greatest things someone who said to me recently was, if people just got a chance to see your work, they'd love it. And that just like warmed my heart and my heart's cockles and my <laughs> I don't know where cockles are. I think it's like an inner heart type of thing. I'm not sure. I don't want to Google it because I'm afraid that it's something horrible at this moment. <laughs> it just dawned on me. It might be something awful. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. So that's my big plan. I'm going to go to a bunch of shows. I'm going to go to a bunch of events. I'm going to see all this stuff. I'm going to smooth and rub elbows and shake hands and just meet people and do things and let my everything be what it is i mean i don't want to do like a tara mcafee did and i don't want to do like a bunch of band posters and stuff like that i want to do my work and i realize what she did and what you know coon did and all these people did is they did little pieces and it kind of grabbed the grabbed the hmm, attentions of other people with what they were doing, but I still want to be doing what I'm actually doing. 
So, time to re-strategize, I guess. It's kind of funny how that works out. Like, you, you have all these plans, and you do all this stuff, and you just keep doing the same thing for a while. And then, randomly, you realize you kind of got to change it up and do something else. I think, I think I'm grasping it. I think I'm getting it. I think I'm going for it. Got my lemon water here, for the record. <laughs> uh, I'm basically, you know, 20% lemon water at this point. I've been drinking it every day. I feel good. I feel like my joints feel a little better and, like, a lot of stuff's kind of going. I think I need to add some turmeric to it or something. Turmeric's not a good taste. But I need to do something like that just to kind of keep myself from from feeling uh, sore and kind of out of it. Because that's my big problem that I keep going on with that. So, yeah. Uh, for downtime, because I'm purposely taking downtime these days, I'm actually playing with our Nintendo Switch. <laughs> it's a silly little Nintendo game system, but it's fun. And it's it doesn't help that it's very small, so my hands don't always love it. But... It's just nice to have your brain get away from all that stuff. I mean, I'm still reading books like crazy, you know. I'm not beyond, <laughs> by any means beyond, reading all these books that I've acquired that I haven't finished. So I'm trying to finish all of them. But I'm not forcing myself to just do something that I don't really care about. So it's coming along really well. I mean, and then there's the whole setting up my studio so it's a little more effective. So I was not using a bunch of streaming services, so I canceled those. Um, and I got Apple Music because I like being able to just listen to everything constantly. And I really like it, honestly. I didn't think I would initially because I kind of just like all the music that I've cultivated as time has gone by. Because, I mean, I've got, like, Coltrane and FK Twigs and Miles Davis and Kendrick Lamar and Fiona Apple and Chet Baker and you name it, you know? Just that kind of chill, slaps vibe. So, yeah, I'm just kind of loving it honestly i like that i like whenever apple comes out with all this new stuff every year like i don't buy most of it because you know poor but <laughs> i do typically find it kind of intriguing how it works i know people will like, oh, the apple monster and it's like yeah i know it's stupid i mean i don't buy a new phone every year i don't even buy a new phone every two years to be honest i've got my silly little case my silly little pink case my phone's in and i just love it because one, no one will ever think that my phone is their phone. Two, I'm a painter. Pink doesn't mean anything to me. Pink is the inside of a mouth, a lip, the inside of a nostril. That point where it gets crusties where your eyes are. You know, it's the inside. It's not gender-based. I've never understood the whole gender-based aspect of pink and blue. It's very strange. Is where we go into the whole color theory aspect of everything. Because I remember in college, we went through all these really beautiful color theory books. I remember this one had like this giant rainbow pinwheel on it. And it talked about the way light hits perspectives. And via the perspective, that's how your eye kind of uh, interprets it. And it was just really beautiful. Like it didn't mean to be a psycho, it didn't mean to be a philosophy book, but I kind of just read it like it was one. 
and it was really amazing and I don't remember what it was and I probably still don't have that book anymore but it was like a black book and it was probably the size of like a child's book <laughs> probably had like 60 pages in it maybe 100 so one of my books um, and then it was just very interesting it had a lot of really amazing things to go with it I remember that, and then I remember reading, like, how to draw comic books, and so on and so forth. <laughs> and it was just, I don't know, it was a fun time in my life. It was, I mean, it was chaotic, because I was nuts, but it was still fun, you know? It was really beautiful. It had a lot of, kind of, amazing, interesting moments to it. And so... It has inspired me in many ways to just kind of work on my colors and work on the stuff. And then I set up the wall and the studio, the grid wall in the studio, so I can hang brushes and paints and tape and ink and all these things. And it was just really, I'm doing stuff with my hands. You can't see it, but it's just, <laughs> I'm opening and closing them and talking as I'm looking down at my hand as if I'm in a Shakespearean pose. Um, yeah, it was just really incredible. Just... Just, I love it. Come cerveza, you know? Come cerveza. Fuck yeah. And I, I cannot, I cannot grasp and explain or understand the, the, the perfectness of it. At the time, it had these, these bonds coming out of it. Just these beautiful electric bonds. They, they went from your fingertips to your brain. Like a... Like a finger trap. <laughs> but over your head. So a little terrifying, probably, with that image. But it was just... It was just really nice, you know? I loved... I loved those books. I hated the plastic-wrapped books. The plastic-wrapped books in art school were trash. Because they were the old books you had, they just changed the cover and they moved a couple of chapters around and maybe you got a new illustration, but it's still just art history. So, I mean, they're not going to find more art history to put in there. And it's really just, they're only talking about periods. They're not really even talking about actual paintings. So, mm. it was a mess. I was a mess. <laughs> but I felt like it was real and it was really beautiful. And so, yeah. My only worry right now is that with the galleries, I don't love galleries. I haven't loved galleries since I was in my 20s. And that was a while back. <laughs> I remember, like, going to these gallery, going to this one gallery by Sean and Patrick in Charlotte, North Carolina. It was past the train tracks. And they had this little gallery and this tiny little beat-up studio. But it was so perfect it had like there were so many like little spots and pieces and all these fun little kind of wildness to it it was un untamed I always wanted a studio like that I still daydream about a dump sink just to not have to take things and then wash them out and just dump them into a, a sink a giant plastic sink where I could just kind of spray it with bleach, leave it alone, and come back to it and dump more paint in it. Instead of dyeing my toilet 
on the inside. <laughs> Different paint colors every week. Hmm. It's weird the things you find romantic in art. It's funny, but it's weird. But I think that's kind of what makes it so great, you know? That they are everything. You are this beautiful, magical, amazing thing, and I cherish you all so very much. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. We made it to 60, guys. That's so cool. <laughs> That's just so cool. I love you guys. Um, you know, we'll be back next in about two weeks. We do it every two weeks. That's what we do. We, meaning me, Shuara Blake, and this has been The Painter Files, episode 60. All right, guys. Love you. Have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful week. And uh, what are you planning to do? Any trips you're planning to do for spring or summer or anything of that nature? Any baking? Any? Just tell me about what's going on. I love hearing from you guys. Um, yeah. Have a good day, Galeras. Have a good week. Have a good life. And I'll see you on the flip side. Paint her out. Love you. Ciao. Do-do-do.